Doug, did you know that you too can buy a Porsche online right a, now? A used one? A used one. You can buy yeah, I don't a know. used used Porsche. Porsche for let's see, the first one that pops up. It's on the spotlight. What do you want, Doug? I mean do that two thousand fourteen nine eleven Turbo S looks cool, but there's no way I'm paying down a little bit. This one? No. Down. There's no way I'm paying 120 grand for that car. This one? To the right. That one. Turbo S. Would you do... Get lost. <laughs> would you do a coupe or a convertible? I'm always, I've always been a Target Top fan. Oh, yeah. Like the T-Top yeah. action. Yeah. I think they're cool. Oh, man. Do they make those anymore? Yeah, they do. And well, they're just here, not you can buy they're just not one. really renowned as being like the highest performance ones. Same with the convertibles. Mm. Yeah. But I think that they look really cool. Hey. Even with the hard roof on them, like yeah. I think they look really cool with like the big silver bar. Yeah, I'm a hard roof kind of guy. But you know, like the super purest folks don't even want sunroofs in them. Yeah, cuz that's not a Porsche, Doug. Well, they just make them like floppier yeah so if uh porsche if you're listening we really love to send cars. us any one of those really send really anything <laughs> yeah really anything you like i mean if one like fell off a container ship it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just ended wouldn't up on a, i-80 wouldn't be a could bad totally thing. take it off your hands for you <laughs> totally um hey guys welcome back we're gonna check out some of our reviews we did get a few more thanks one of them from andy our very own in-house <laughs> Andy Cordray. <laughs> he was um, just t like texting us the other day as he's listening to all the podcasts. Yeah, but it was fun actually. Yeah. Like um, but what I thought was funny is that <clears throat> he was comparing us to Howard Stern. I guess he, well, I shouldn't say he was comparing us. It's just that he doesn't have any Howard Stern episodes. Well, I mean, so he, he was comparing us. He didn't listen. say that we were on equal playing field. Okay. Good call. Good call. <laughs> but I'd like to think that we are. Um, and this is from Andy. It says, this show is great. Love these two. Two ding-dongs rapping about whatever comes to mind with a bit of structure and serious stuff in the middle. Totally worth the listen. Aww. And Andy gave us five, five stars. Thanks, stars. Andy. No big deal. This is a good one. Oh, it's a, no, it's it's not. So happy that Spielin' Zizaz. Man, I forgot about that. Pizza. <laughs> a back podcasting. Lovely, hilarious banner. Fitness knowledge. Bombs. Insightful discussion. Never-ending list of pet peeves. I have two pet peeves today. I, do I have to choose one? Uh, no. Absolutely Maybe. not. Okay. <laughs> Um, and, uh, man, it's cutting it off again. But the, the last one that we got that we actually kind of cut short a little bit was this, this idea. Um, I think I actually have it on my phone so I can try to read it of should, let's see, here we go. Should CrossFit. Oh, definition change. Yes. Um, and the, the question from death to dad bod that we kind of skimmed over was if CrossFit is constantly varied functional movements performed at high intensity, but y'all are saying intensity should be modulated given reasonable circumstances or condition, with which I fully agree, then maybe the intensity piece of the definition needs to be changed. So I thought it'd be cool to talk a little bit about that today and kind of dive into some of that um, topic, that conversation, because I think it's worth it. And then we can totally talk about Doug's pet peeves and all the things that... <laughs> Just get you going. Um, Doug, first first thoughts. What do you think? Do you think, because we have talked about, yeah, moderating intensity, 
right? And we would do that for certain clients. We've also talked about how a lot of times when people are new that their capacity isn't something where they can really go bananas. Mm -hmm. Um, So it sort of is a self-regulating thing. Do you think, hey, we don't own CrossFit, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) But do you think if you were Mr. CrossFit owner, would you change the definition? No way. No way. No way. Give me why. Because that's what it is. You know, like constantly varied functional movement executed at high intensity. And like, is it like, that's the, I feel like that's the prescription that will ultimately get your results. And any of the stuff we've talked about with modifying or adjusting falls to me into like the relative to the individual tolerances mm-hmm. that falls in there. Yep. And then I also, maybe this is more of a feeling, but feel like if you, t- if like, let's change it, concentrated function movement, um, moderate intensity, then people won't ever get high intensity, which is part of the secret sauce. Yeah. Like you can't have a Big Mac without it. I agree. You got to have it. And it doesn't, you know, high intensity every day. Well, we've talked about it. Maybe people don't need that. However, I just modulate that based on my tolerance for that on the day. And I'm in touch with that. Yeah. And that's. And so like, I don't see how that's any different than what the definition is now. Yeah. And like, do, do we have to market it different because people can't implement it well? Mm. Like I, that seems lame to me. Or you know, do you like, think it needs to be That's like guns can be dangerous with people that don't, sh- don't know how to use guns. Yeah. But do you or think. Or cars too. Do you think that, because um, devil's advocate, I think it should be changed because here's, and I guess here's why I'm a believer, just like you, that you need intensity. Like if you want to have the most productive fitness program, there has to be intensity in there. Sure. Like it just, there is, there's no way about it. Right. So if you want to maximize your results, you definitely have to have intensity along the way where I have come to realize or what I guess my, my opinion, I guess I should say is that I previously used to be in that thought process of saying, well, oh yeah, well, well, duh, it's based on people's physiological and psychological tolerances. And I think that's easy for us to say and really hard for people to implement. I would argue that you are probably more mature uh, in your thinking for how you train day to day than the overwhelming majority of people that are... I would even argue relatively new to CrossFit or been around for a while. I think most people don't have the maturity maturity or experience or knowledge to do what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to organize my thoughts on this. I think, so you're saying that, that, like, what would you change it to? I think it's going to sound terrible. It doesn't have, it doesn't roll off your tongue quite as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, like for the most part, constantly varied. 
uh, sometimes programming in cycles. We can leave out the virtual shoveling. Yeah, right. We can leave that out. Uh, um, constantly varied, mostly functional movements, but not always, because I think there's some things that don't move a large load, long distance quickly, quote unquote, that are really valuable for people. Which I will say CrossFit still does. Like we still to do moves that are like that. Like a, if you just look at the CrossFit workout of the day, and I, I guess I'm talking about like just like you know, when you and I started classic, like you look at the CrossFit workout of the day. Yep. It's like, there's, there's nothing before there's nothing after. It's just that. Yep. Right. So you'd say constantly varied functional movement sometimes, sometimes not, which I think CrossFit sometimes does. Yeah. Go which ahead. is like, so okay, like a so, Turkish getup. Yeah. Like we right. do Turkish getups, but the program's not Turkish getups. Right. And so there's other things in there that like, Hey, maybe, maybe that could change just so it makes it more acceptable. Sure. Right. Um, and then I wouldn't eliminate intensity, but I would say varied intensity. Okay. So, because yes, intensity needs to be there, but I do think it needs to be, um, what is it? I guess maybe varied would be the word. Yeah. I guess that would be the correct way to think of it because I think, um, that over the years and probably based on our community, my experience watching other people go through this, um, that a varied intensity approach, which is something I really struggle to constantly try to hit the target with, with programming, um, is the recipe for like long-term success gains. We're not talking about going to the games as an athlete, right? Mm -hmm. Even arguably there is some value there, but, uh, but if we're thinking about people that come in your door and you want them to be able to come to your gym for like 20 years and not two years, yeah. I do think a varied intensity approach is going to pay dividends. And teaching them how and making that just interwoven in part of the culture. Because mm -hmm. you and I, and hey, if, if you think differently, share. But you and I grew up in an environment, I fostered the environment early on, where you come in and like you light yourself on fire every day. It's hammer time. Yeah. Yeah, five based, days a week. Yeah, based on the way that I wrote the workouts, the way that I communicated it. But now people are sort of circling this topic, I think, and I hear people talking about it and I hear people on podcasts or other things, posts saying it, but I almost think it's kind of funny because they go back to this, well, yeah, it's based on your physiological and psychological tolerances, but the culture sort of hasn't changed. It depends on where you are. Yeah, I could see that. And I don't think I disagree with that because that's what I do. Right. And, though, and where, for where you are, I get, I get awfully worried about like for the sake of, cause I think like you, I think that it's for everyone and anyone, right? Like anybody can do it. Possibly. It has the potential to right. when done correctly. Right. And I also think that if everybody in the world was doing it, the world would be a better place from a health and wellness perspective. For the most part, like who, uh, like who, uh, what would be, who doesn't need to? Like I think the varied intensity, because I here's what's sad to me. Right? Okay, well, uh, l let me finish that. So, yeah. so the the bigger problem in our world is not that people have too much exercise and uh, too much intensity of an exercise. Correct. Yep. Right. So, like when you start saying. If let's just say from day one, it's like constantly varied functional movement, moderated intensities. 
what do people do? Like, I get it that the people that come in the door here, if you say eight to 10 reps, how many are they doing? They're probably going to do 10, right? They might do 12. Yeah. The world is not like that. Yeah. If you give the world a break and you're like, hey, do eight to 10 reps, the world is like, I'll do none. Yeah. And so I get worried that people will never touch intensity. And then we end up back in a place where we're doing like, you know, like the butt blaster and rubber band exercise. And like, I feel like certain things in our world, like, have you heard of this thing called the stretch lab? Oh yeah, I did. Where like they stretch you. Yeah. You pay a membership, a monthly membership to go in and and they stretch you. Yeah. And like the cynic in me is like, wait a second. Stretching is not people's problem. Right. But somehow we've, but don't they've you, tried to convince people that like the way that you're going to get fit is by letting someone stretch you for an hour. Yeah. I don't and know like that gets just used zero results. I, I agree. I mean, and they must be doing, they must be getting people to do it because there's lots of them. Yeah. But I think like, so I look at like two things. I look at it almost opposite. Right. So I agree in the sense that, yeah, there is a need for people to do exercise and there's value to intensity. So making sure that they have a, a, a way of that, right? If we go back to that definition based on their physiological, psychological tolerances. But the whole purpose, I think, when you program a flow of intensity is to allow yourself to be able to get to that intensity. Because in my experience, the people that traditional CrossFit will say attracts and keeps mm-hmm are the ones that psychos. Yeah. They're nuts. Yeah. So they're not going to listen unless it's programmed in. And then the alternative to that is, well, if there's someone that's really intimidated by that, that barrier to entry is harder to keep them around because every day is just this like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to go nuts. So I think that the varied intensity should be there so that it sets you up for success to have intensity when the time is right. Not to eliminate it. I would just worry that it would just go away. Like if it's not, if it's not pre, yeah. But if it's, if it's written in though. So if you have seven days a week of programming and let's just say. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, if the definition is this and like, I'm standing in front of people at seminars and saying Mm -hmm. like, modulate the intensity. Yeah. What if you give them a prescription starting point that due to the nature of people, not the people in here, because these are what, like 100 or 200 people in a place that is really fitness oriented. But sure. like, let's just take some random place in the U.S. Yep. Like, you know, you live in a big suburban city. How many people are doing that out of the total population? I mean, we have 200 here out of what, you know, 50, 60,000 people. Yeah. And how many people in middle of nowhere suburban yeah but we've talked about this too like how many people do you think come here and i've i've had people tell me this before their expression of like how we train and what crossfit is to them they they look and perform very different than even some of the gyms in salt lake sure that are you know like very competitive oriented and i'm sure. not saying this is wrong guys i'm just saying like it's the it's the nature of it, right? Is if you walked into our gym, you would probably be like, oh, there's some people that are in shape here. But if you walk into some gyms, you're like, oh, these people, these people do this. This is what they do. Sure. 
I guess where, where I'm going with that is like, like I get worried that all of a sudden, if you change the definition, yep. that it becomes jazzercise. Yeah, but what if you give it? What if you give it structure? What if you make this? Yeah, but better? I mean, we're not talking about like all of the nits, nitpicking details of it. We're talking about what the definition is, right? Okay. Like, if if someone asked you and you changed and you you said I had to say the definition is this. Yeah, you know, it's like the yeah. same the same thing as uh, lots of other things with, like very clear cut definitions, um, and you know, there's exceptions to every rule. Sure. Right. And there's gray area and all of those things. Yeah. And certainly people are taking those things and, you know, like, Oh, it says high intensity. So it's high intensity every day. Yep. Right. I mean, it previously was, let's say like, it, and like, right? I don't know a lot about the world of religion, but I could see it being the same way. Like, well, it says this, do this. This is exactly what we do all the time. Mm-hmm. or is there some gray area in there that like I can interpret and like flow a little bit? Yeah. But like when it really boils down to it, if you got pushed real hard on it to be like, well, this is the way it is. These are the core tenants. Right. Yeah. And that's what I feel like for that. Yeah. And that's I, it's a good like, I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change, you know, again, like the religion, like, do you follow the religion exactly the way that it's written? in the book, like to the letter all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a different thing and there's much more to it, but like, well, I don't know. It says this, so that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Or do you like think critically about it and try to live your life in certain ways and like try to see what the example is in that. And well, yeah, maybe if I was really pushed and it was like step to this side or that side, this is where I would step. Yeah. But you know, in my daily life, I'm sort of like trying to blend a bit. Yeah. And I, so I mean, I think it's a great conversation and good points because I really think, and this is just me, and this is coming from someone that, like I said, I still struggle with trying to find this flow of programming. And gosh, if I'm just like completely transparent as I've been through, you know, having the online business and trying to kind of like, I would even argue appease to that population and crowd versus what do I think really matters here is we have you know, Addy's back in the doors. And I mean, he's our, one of our very first clients. We're talking about 16, 17 years ago. Um, and seeing people through the doors, like I've really thought about that. And for me, um, the way that I express it, I really do think, and I I struggle with this, with the programming, I really do think a varied intensity approach works better. And I think if I can give people a context to that, um, or guide them, give them guide rails on what that is that, what, what that's going to serve them better. What do you think about, so like if I go back and I look at CrossFit.com yeah. throughout the years, especially further back. Yeah, like way back? Like in the way back. Yeah. You know, there are definitely days where it was like, you know, AMRAP, 15 minutes, practice walking on your hands. Yeah. And that was the whole day. Yeah, right. That was it. Yeah. 30 muscle-ups for time. You know, and like 30 muscle-ups for time. Yeah. Or um, even things that ended up being much less intense um, just due to the nature. Like if you're really good at walking on your hands, 15 minutes is a long time to walk yeah. on your hands. But if you're not, like me, then yeah. it's just like, I don't know, it's pretty mellow. Yeah. You know? And maybe part of the problem is like, I don't know how much it was really ever intended to be like a, 
a product product to sell mm. as much as it was like just something that you could do in your garage or with your friends or something point, yeah. to keep yourself healthy. But you can't program a workout that's that's not sneaky because <laughs> mm-hmm. you and we have done it where you give them what they need. Yep. But you can't program something that's like, you know, like practice walking on your hands for 15 minutes because people won't show up. Right. Right. And if you did that two times a week, you don't have a gym, you don't have a gym. Yeah. And so like, are we now slaves to the, like trying to sell a product and guess what? The addicts want intensity Mm -hmm. and that's what they're addicted to. Yeah. And we can't like, I have to like trick them to not do it. Totally. Isn't right. that, but, and I think, I, I think you're right. And I think that's kind of like my point being that that's whether we like it or not, that's just the culture that happened, right? It's the way that it was. And maybe it's, maybe it's different. I don't think it is right. But like for us that have been around for a long time, that's the culture that we grew up in. And that's also the culture that like, that's the way we cannot do it anymore. Yeah. You know, like think about you and 2010 walking in the gym and your attention then versus now. But, and that's, so I guess that's my thing is right. Is if that's the, if that's the journey for most people, if they've been able to stick around and figure out how to navigate it on their own, I think it would really be great to find a better way to Mm -hmm. guide people through that. And I think the, with the program. And maybe that's the journey for most people who are doing it. And I wonder, like, what about all the people who are not doing it? You know, like, do they need moderate or high intensity? I don't know, but I just worry a little bit about that. Cause here's, here's what worries me. about. People are attracted to it because they like intensity and they want to like, feel like someone punched them in the face. Yeah. But you can't do that forever. And like, here's, no, you can't. And here's what's the, here's what I think bums me out about it. Right. Is that there are people that genuinely have seen value and enjoyed it. And because they couldn't come to terms with that on their own, they get chewed up and spit out by it. And now there are businesses, companies, programs that legitimately their selling point is, Hey, I used to do CrossFit mm-hmm. and I couldn't anymore. And I found this better way. Right. Sure. Um, and so I think that that would happen regardless. Right. That doesn't matter what you program, yeah. no matter what, yeah. you know, welcome to online. Right. But I do think there's something to be said there in saying, well, Hey, if there's a way to help people go through this process and say, this is a better way of doing it so that you can do it for 10, 20, 30 years. And yes, there will be different seasons. And yes, depending on your goals, there may be a variety of intensities throughout the week. Just own it instead of it being, I get frustrated with this kind of fallback on all the little definitions where it's like, well, yeah, well, it's based on your physiological and psychological tolerances, or it's based on, um, you know, a new athlete or whatever. I just think we can do so much better than kind of saying, well, Hey, here are these definitions that in theory kind of prop it up and sound nice, but how are they actually applied every day in a gym? Mm -hmm. When it comes to someone just opening an affiliate, a gym, a box, whatever, 
How are they actually implemented and applied? I don't think they are. I don't, most have to figure that out on their own. And I mean, maybe that speaks to the, the bigger thing, which is part of what's made CrossFit massive is that you can do whatever you want. Right. The free market, you know, like you take the, like the, the definition and you do with it what you will. And now I don't know this, but this is how I feel about it is like, and I think I mean this when I say this, I'd have to double check with myself, but like, <laughs> check but back like in I would rather that there be, you know, a million CrossFit gyms doing it that way than none. Like just full bore. Yeah. I would yeah. rather that, that everyone does it like hammerhead all the time everywhere mm-hmm. than, than none. You know, it's like, if you push me, yeah, that's like a interesting way to look at it. You right? know, like I would just like, like, is it perfect? No, no, nothing is right. Nothing is, but no you know, it's got its downsides for sure. And some of the criticisms that have been lobbed at it before, like that CrossFit's had to like defend or block from like, Oh, yeah. bad gyms and this and that, like, does that exist? I think it does. And the way that it was set up seems like from Glassman, I, you know, I wasn't in the room when this happened, <laughs> but like, Hey, here it is. Do with it what you want. You want to run it in the park for free? Do that. You want to run it in your garage? Do it by yourself. You want to run a gym that do does it? Do you think it? that's been lost though? Do that. Do you think some of that culture has been lost? Like I just asked that out of curiosity. Um, you know, like I I do. I, yeah, like, I mean, I don't think I that think I don't like, think that anyone. I mean, again, I don't know this, but I don't think that anyone at CrossFit would be like Chris not doing CrossFit anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because like by the heart of it is like you can do whatever you want. You could program Fran every day. Yeah. If you wanted to. Right. Yeah. And you could never program Fran and you can do that. And like, I guess my, where I'm going with that is like, I would rather have you doing what you're doing and you know, the gyms we mentioned hammerhead all the time. I would rather have all of that than none of it. Oh yeah. And I'm with you. And, And I think like, part of what blew it up and made it great was the ability that people could do whatever they wanted. Yeah. And it has this sense of like doing hard things together and community and the whole vibe. And like, like I don't know if it does the same thing, if it's, this is a stretch, but if it's constantly varied functional movement, modulated intensity, Mm. you know, like I would just, I think I would just rather, have it be the way it is and then let people do what they're going to do yeah. and try to like make it perfect for everybody and lose some of the punch, mm. like the, some of the special sauce, you know? Yeah. Like I don't want to like change words in the Bible and like things to like, well, you know, like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't want to do that. I just want to like the thing. And then, I'll implement it the way that I feel like I need to live my life, you know? Yeah, I think, and I guess just like with just where I am in that chapter, and I guess maybe the way that I do it, like the care, I care so much about, you know, what it's giving me, where it's come from. And this is a whole other podcast topic, right? But like if you think about um, gyms, affiliates that are successful, what's sustainable, what's right for your clients. 
I mean, that's like yeah. a massive responsibility. And those things come down to, hey, if we know that intensity every day isn't going to work forever, we should probably be thinking about how do we, how do we at least start to have that conversation around it? What does that look like moving forward? How do we resolve that so that gyms can be around for 20, 30 years and so their clients can be as well? And even that, to your credit, wouldn't be perfect, right? It could, you could change the definition. You could create a new template for people to follow. Yeah. You could uh, include non-functional movements. You could, and people will and still should express it in the way that they think is best for the community. But they have to be willing to do that. They have to be, whether you're working out your garage, whether you're an affiliate owner, uh, one, you know, personal trainer, you have to be thinking about what is going to be most beneficial for my clients, my and community and over the long haul. Yeah. And I don't even think that Greg Glassman would be against that. No. And that, and I think, and I've heard him talk about things like that. Like, Hey, you know, in an ideal world, if yeah. like I'm, I'm in charge of you, your fitness, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like, here's the way it might look. Like we might do this little thing in the morning. That's yeah. the, this, this, yeah. and this. We might do this thing in the afternoon. We might go for a walk. We might like all of those things. Right. And I think that's, that's, and I say this not out of uh, judgment. So whoever's listening, you know, this is me saying it. I think that some of that has been lost since he was gone. Uh, and I'm not saying that Glassman should be there as a face of it or leadership or whatever, but what he did do that I actually really gave him a lot of credit for is he would question his own method yeah, and be willing to do that. And in my opinion, again, and I'm not as immersed in it, I feel like that um, since he has left, they've been, you know, handed this right community program method and don't have the ability to think outside the box quite like he did maybe because you know they didn't design the method um yeah. so it would feel more difficult to change or i don't know but i think that there's been some of that that's been lost and, and that is what i think makes and made some of it old school so cool is more of this mentality of experimentation and um and trying different things for the sake of seeing what they would do instead of being so wrapped up in you know, putting five pounds on your clean and jerk and three seconds off your Fran. Yep. And, and, you know, people lost their minds when Glassman started to try to do that. Yeah. Right. I mean, like when I was just flying through the old website there the other day and got back to the, on the main site where there was like, remember they had, stuff. and they remember they had that like, um, like seventies, living the room TV set yeah yeah and like old people lifting milk jugs and stuff yeah, oh yeah and people lost their bananas yeah and you know that's his same vibe yeah and credit to trying it it's like what's gonna <laughs> you know it. i like i think i heard, heard him say once like you know i'm interested in like helping really big people like the bigger the better like yeah. you know those people you send them to me i'll help them out yeah and that that uh, and how do we how do we I, yeah, express like, that in a, a gym with the community? And I mean that's a that's a yeah, big question. And like, is it is it constantly varied functional movement, high intensity for those folks? I mean, I think it is. I think it's also to your point, adjusted. Yeah, like very, it has very to be. much so. Right? And like, what does what does functional mean? Maybe it's dragging a sled. 
Yeah. And like, the, so great. So, so you're not moving I, your body. I think I, I get the spirit of what you're talking about. And I think, I don't think that Greg Glassman would disagree again. I don't know. And I think also he, he might probably say, well, this is the definition. That's what it is. And if we need to modify it or adjust it or change it, I'm open to that, but like, let's leave the bar here. That's what it is. And if you really pushed him, he'd probably step on that side of the line. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good question to ask him, man. You know, I don't know. I don't know either, but good conversation. Um, and uh, I, it's, I, it's worth thinking about, right guys? I think that's the, yeah. that's what, and look at this, Doug and I, Hey, for the rest of the world, Doug and I can disagree and still have a good conversation. And and I do. I don't even know how much we disagree other than the fact of changing the definition. Yeah. Everything else is the same. Yeah. Like if I if I I do the same thing with anyone that I work with. Yeah. And I just think there's a way to present that. Like, right? So let's just if that's what we're doing, let's just own it. That's I don't know. That's just how I look at it. But hey, I don't run the show. I run this show, Doug. Yeah, and, I run and brass tacks and no hacks. And you know, like, uh, really, we're arguing about I think the semantics of the definition that's delivered in the material. Yeah, but like the implementation, it's different than we used to do. Yep, 100%. at least it is here. Yeah. But like, I don't. Again, no one says you're not doing CrossFit. No. Right? Some people, like, some people might, some people might, but they're not but in charge of that. That's also the weird part about it. I think is that like you sort of, at least the culture, like from above, it's kind of like, well, of course that's CrossFit. Cause like everything can be CrossFit. And I'm like, well then when is it not? You know what I mean? If I just start running 10 Ks every day, that's not CrossFit anymore. Yeah. But for a little while, maybe it would be, I don't know. It's just kind of like, yeah. sure. but yeah, I just think, uh, for us, for me, when I think about um, that process, it's way easier for us because of the experience that we have, not tooting our own horns, but because of the experience we have, um, the journey we've been on, it's way easier for us to modify, adjust, customize, adapt than it is for the general populations that's paying someone for a service and it's not their job to know how to do it. Yes. So if it's not their job to know how to do it, my stance is that we need to guide them on how to do that. I agree. It's so like it's you go to a mechanic and they hit everything with a hammer. It's like, well, it's not yeah. the best tool for every job. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's right. what I do when I try to right. fix the dirt bike. So, And I agree. And I don't think anybody really, I don't know how, well, I'd be curious to hear disagreement with that. Yeah, like intensity yeah share is, with us on that. If intensity is just it every day, like just hammer. Yeah. Now, like we talked about, I think for most people, most days, they could do more. I think most people are doing too less, too little. Hmm. Really? I mean, not the people in here, but the other, like, what about like the well, I think 4 million people that live in suburban Cleveland? Yeah, but that's not the people that are coming in the gym. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. So, like so yeah, people, people are just like not doing anything. More. Yeah. Yeah. But people that are, but that's what's funny is like once they're in, is it too much? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Depending on where you go. Depending on where you go. Yeah. What's your pet peeve, Doug? Give me one. We got three minutes, guys. Okay, it's crazy. I'll give you give me, one. Give me a good um, one. People 
Oh, that's weird. People are your pet peeve? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly these people are like 30 years of age. I'd even say 25 years of age and younger. Perfect. Not in the bracket. Okay. <laughs> and while they're doing other things, like say working mm-hmm. or interacting with me, they have an AirPod oh, in their ear. The like one. The one. Yes. And I'm like, are you listening to me or are you listening to... Brass tax. Brass tax. <laughs> or like, are you listening to music or yeah. what are you doing? It's, I can't handle it. I don't, like I'm, if I walk up to order a, some, some food at a restaurant yeah. and you're like, clearly not a your, coffee from Starbucks with your, with your ear pod in. I'm like, are you, I'm sorry. Are you there? Like, are, are we have a conversation? You're talking you, to somebody <laughs> else on the phone. Uh, what's happening? I don't, dude. Or like people. I don't like the AirPods. And like uh, it's gotten, you know, I'm not doing this anymore, but kids would start to wear them into the gym. Yeah. I want to like slap them in the back of the head. Yeah. Like, like if, I hit you, out if I hit you hard enough in the side of the head, will it just blast totally. out the other side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My gosh. It's like, are you a cyborg? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what annoys me about it is like technology is making us worse. Cause like yeah. that person's not better because they're like listening to something while they're trying to listen to me. It's in fact, they can't talk to you and pay attention anymore. Yeah. I watched the social dilemma for the first time this week. It's like, if that's like feeding in valuable information into your brain while you're talking to me, <laughs> let's do it. I'm in. Right. Someone if it's on like, the other side telling you how to have like, a conversation. If with it's them. like translating the words that are coming in my, in the, out of my mouth into things like, you know, um, because they riz and mid and lit. <laughs> 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 if it's just like <laughs> translating that into your, into your language, whatever language you're got. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so good. Then I'm into it. But otherwise, but otherwise I think it makes no. you worse. I agree. So stop. <laughs> I agree. Oh man. I don't really have any good ones that would be quick. I can't top that. That's for sure. Um, and if that's you, stop please stop (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah that's yeah i'm i don't even yeah i can't put a candle to that one um well hey guys in all seriousness uh, you know the conversation i think it's good it's worth having and feel free to leave us your opinion in um the review and if you have questions on that or anything else let us know we're happy to help kind of at least give you our thought who's gonna get who would which one of us would get hate mail about that you were <laughs> who do you think i think me honestly really yeah you think you no i mean like i feel like i've maybe it's my perception but i feel like because for so long i was like mr crossfit you know what i mean that if i say anything that's not in line with it because i care about progressing the community that people are like oh Maybe that's just my perception. Oh, like Chris wants to change the definition of CrossFit. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, this is like, you're not an OG. What a jerk. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, right? So I don't know. But hey, leave us a review. Let us know what questions you have. And we appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next week.